Chapter 1 London, July 1856 If curiosity killed the cat, then Lady Mary Wynne-Jones expected that she'd be dead before the night was done. After all, it was curiosity that had lured her to Lady Lucretia Easton's ball. Mary knew very little of the woman except that she had married Lord David Easton in the spring, hence the niggling seed that had sprouted Mary's curiosity and resulted in her presently occupying a corner in the ballroom with her cousin Alicia and two other young ladies. It was the perfect spot for observing the comings and goings, to see and be seen. Lord and Lady Wickham, Mary barely paid attention as the arriving guests were announced. She was far more interested in her host and hostess, in deciphering what they were up to, how they were received by society. She'd not seen Lord David in years. Shortly after his nephews disappeared, he'd abandoned Pembroke. She supposed he had taken up residence at one of the other estates, although perhaps he lived in London year-round. This residence had certainly not been neglected. It glittered and sparkled as though well cared for. Tonight, the many guests glittered and sparkled as well. One would not expect the second son of a duke to garner such interest, but then Lord David had a wretched past that he touted for all it was worth. His older brother's devastating accident, his three nephews' unexplained disappearance. Did they run off? Were they abducted for ransom, only to have been killed? Or were they kidnapped for some nefarious purpose? Put on a ship, perhaps? sold into slavery somewhere. No one knew. They had become the stuff of legends, the lost lords of Pembroke. Have you ever known a more dull or tedious ball? Lady Alicia bemoaned in her usual dramatic fashion, as though she just declared that the world as they knew it would soon come to a dreadful end. Mary gave her cousin a wry smile. Her hair was a burnished copper, more tame than Mary's fiery red. Her eyes, however, were the same green, but then their mothers were sisters, and it seemed no female on that side of the family had escaped green eyes. I can't imagine that Lord David is known for being entertaining. After all, how much fun can a man with his misfortunes be? Her sarcasm earned a sharp look from her cousin, but was hardly noticed by the other two ladies who had joined them a few moments earlier. They were too busy searching the crowd for masculine prey. He's never entertained before, Lady Hermione said distractedly, patting the few blonde curls that dangled from her upswept hair and lay lightly against her neck. This was her second season, and she was well acquainted with much that went on, while Mary and her cousin were at a disadvantage. For this summer was their first in London, since they'd reached an age to be included in such festivities. But then he's never been married before, Lady Victoria mused her arched brow as black as a raven's wing. I heard from my mother, who heard it from her cousin, that Lady Lucretia married him because he expects to be duke before season's end, and she rather fancies the title of duchess. The possibility has garnered everyone's attention. No one wants to be out of favour with the duke, hence the absurd number of guests. Mary's father had told her that Lord David had petitioned the court of chancery pressing his claim to the title since his nephews had yet to be found. It had been a little over a year since the youngest had reached his majority. The failure of even one to appear and claim the title could only mean one thing, 
they were all well and truly dead. It was an argument Mary could hardly fault, no matter how much it pained her to accept the harsh reality. During all the passing years, she'd received not a single word from any of them, although it was quite possible that if she had, her father might have destroyed it. She'd broken her promise to Sebastian. That night, she'd run straight away to her father and explained what she witnessed and how she helped the boys escape. She'd expected him to take the matter in hand and confront his neighbor. Instead, she'd been disappointed to learn that her father feared even his own shadow. He sent her to a convent where she could contemplate the merits of causing mischief. He didn't believe that in this day and time someone would seek to gain a title by illicit means. It simply isn't done, her father declared. When she was finally allowed to return to Willow Hall this spring, she had gone to the old abbey ruins and, with the winds howling, wept. She knew why Sebastian chose it as the spot where they would reunite. It was a special, magical place. She had boldly kissed him there, then worry that her father would discover what she had done and banish her from her home for her brazen behavior.'